Hey, 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 folks. Good day to you. And welcome to episode 10. That's right, episode 10 of the Chart to Heart podcast. And I don't know about you, but I'm feeling a little sentimental because this is our season one finale. This is the final episode of the first season of the podcast. And I am telling you that I could not be more grateful, humbled, um, and excited just really for the tremendous support that you the listeners have demonstrated from all over the world. It is currently Saturday, March 14th at 7.09 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here in the U.S. that I'm recording this. And as of right now, your support of this podcast spans over 144 cities and and regions on six of the seven continents. That's a huge deal. So I want to start out as I do Um, by just saying thank you so much. You know, when I started this podcast, I only imagined that people across genders, ethnicities, industries, and even generations would support a podcast from a self-described super nerd who is passionate about company culture and engagement. Uh, I could never have imagined that I would be able to bring topics that are disruptive and even bring like breathing exercises we did in one of the episodes around mindfulness but to bring those things to a business podcast and it resonate with people all over the world is a huge deal i am so grateful for you and just for your support you know in the first season i purposely only invited women as guests to have conversations and none of them disappointed so the response has been beyond positive. So again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so very much. I'm exhaling. Here we go. In this final episode, uh, I almost want to book in the topic from our very first guest, who is my wife, Portia Scott, and she's the CEO of Portia Scott Media. And in my opinion, she's just an expert on the topic of organizational entrepreneurship And so I'm going to book in that first episode with her uh, with the final episode of the season and really kind of talk about my own recent experience. And it's really the end of one of the greatest chapters in my professional career. And it's also the start of an exciting new chapter that allows me to scale my expertise and bring something fresh and disruptive to what businesses typically refer to as quote-unquote soft skills. So uh, here we go. You know, after seven and a half years, I am now, as of March 2nd, 2021, a former a former team member of Idemia. I came to Idemia as a 33-year-old quality and operational excellence professional. I was also a full-time pastor. And over the past seven years, I've had the great privilege of partnering with some of the most amazing professionals that I believe the world has ever seen. I learned so much. I grew so much. I gave so, so much. I was all in uh, through the various roles and jobs that I've had, and I've had a couple of them. Most of them I wanted. Others I could have done without. However, the common thread is that the mission is what I believed in, and so that made it all worth it. There are literally so many stories, so many people, so many countries. I think the last time I counted, it was around 33 to be exact. Uh, There are so many airplanes and lounges. I've gone through two full passports. 
uh, three tremendous CEOs that I had the privilege of working closely with. And over the seven and a half years with Idemia, in my opinion, I became sharper and better. And it is only my hope that I left the organization and those who I had the incredible opportunity to touch and serve, whether you've said in one of my sessions, whether I've worked on a project with you in whatever capacity, my hope is that I've had the opportunity to add some value. You know, one of the things that I learned is that the key to a healthy soul was not necessarily in balance, but in alignment. I discovered over the last seven and a half years that prioritizing my wife and children would only make me more effective in my career. I learned that I could be a pastor and serve the people that I am blessed to lead. And I can also be a business leader and an influencer by discovering how to align my purpose and values and offer that to the thousands of leaders and employees around the world that I was so blessed to serve. So I have so, so many memories that will stay with me forever. I've made a few uh, relationships that are for life. And for that, I am grateful. So if there would be any final thoughts I would offer to sum up this chapter of my career and hopefully that it can be something that will inspire you. It will inspire you on your own journey. It will inspire you at whatever level of your career you are right now, whether you're just starting, whether you're mid-career, whether you're going to be retiring or considering venturing out to do something different in the coming weeks, months, or even years to come. Uh, these are my takeaways over the last seven and a half years that I spent at Idemia. The first is to leaders. And I would encourage you to always remember that people matter. The numbers also matter. Um, however, what I've discovered is that our ability to intentionally invest in both will only strengthen engagement internally. And when engagement is strong, then business results and customer experience both benefit by default. That's the first thing. The second takeaway is I would encourage you to kind of look at your engagement strategy and ensure that it is both deep and wide. And what do I mean by that? I mean that it has to be deep enough so that the unique differentiators, or another word for strategy, that's critical to the business growth and also to sustaining your competitive edge, that they're proven, right? Uh, your innovation, where it is that you're targeting as, as the next thing to invest in. Where's the market going? What's the talent that you need? Making sure that those things are filtered and set us up as an organization to succeed. So it has to be deep, but it also has to be wide. And I think that's very important. And what I mean by wide, it must be wide enough that everyone, no matter where they sit in the organization, can understand that strategy and clearly have a firm understanding of how their contributions help move the business forward. Thirdly, uh, to the employees wanting to do more, I simply say find a way, right? And I know that sounds easier said than done, so I'll remix it a little bit, and I'll say find your way, which is to say add the value by bringing solutions to specific business problems. In order to do this, your ability to identify and leverage the right 
relationships are going to be absolutely critical. You know, one of the things that I say to people that I have an opportunity to mentor, specifically women and people of color, I tell them is you've got to be good. You've got to know that you're good. And those who matter have to know that you're good. So your ability to identify and leverage the right relationships are going to be absolutely critical. So in short, I'm just saying raise your hand and lift your voice. So if you're in a place where you're raising your hand and lifting your voice and you're not seen and you're not heard, then you've got to turn the conversation inward and start having a talk with yourself in terms of what's best for you. And then lastly, what I will say across the board is take care of each other. You know, at the beginning and the end of the day, it's it's work and work is what we do. It is not who we are. It is simply work, literally. So I encourage you not to compromise decency and compassion and empathy on the altar of revenue and profit and titles. If there's been a differentiator, uh, you know, in my own life to take a teenage father from South Central Los Angeles around the globe, connecting with people from all different cultures and experiences. It's been my ability to see the work and the people who do the work as equally essential. And not only seeing them both as equally essential, but putting corresponding action to them both so that the intended results were realized. So to my Idemia family all across the world from Latin America to Asia to Australia to all around Europe and the U.S. and in Africa, um, this chapter of my career is complete. Uh, I knew that when I crossed over my seventh year with the company and my 40th year uh, of life, I knew that I would start a new chapter. Uh, Now, the truth be told, between me and you, I probably should have made the leap myself last October when I turned 40. (laughs) But to be honest, I was nervous uh, about the unknown, like many of us may be, right? We get stuck in familiarity. It is what we know. But what I've discovered is that life has a way of forcing you into your destiny. And so, to be honest... When I got the call on March 2nd, the elimination of my role was, in, in my view, one of those gentle pushes that someone like me who's prone to minimal risk often needs, <laughs> right? Uh, in essence, this was a gift, and it was the perfect exclamation point to a beautiful, globally nuanced chapter of my life and career. And the only words that I have to say is thank you. So the question that I know everybody wants to know is like, what's next? What's next? What's next, John? That's what's all the messages I've received from my friends and colleagues. Everybody wants to know, number one, how are you? Uh, for those of you all that, that reached out to me, you heard me say I'm good. I'm well. I mean that. I'm not just saying that. I am well. I'm well in my soul. I am sleeping well. I do miss the people. Um, Naturally, I think about all the memories around the world. I think about so many different people, so many different cultures. Some of you all probably would be surprised that I thought of you, right? Uh, Because you don't have this big title. 
But I thought of you. I thought of when I visited you on the shop floor. I thought of when I visited you uh, in your home country. I thought about that. And so when I think about what's next, the truth is that I'll give you the details in the coming weeks. <laughs> I'll tell you what's next in the coming weeks. But if you want to hit, just know that it won't be much different from what I was doing in my global culture and engagement role and that it will be an expansion of the chart to heart brand. That's what I can tell you at this point. But first, before I do that, I'm going to take the month of March and some, maybe all of April, but definitely March in the first part of April, I'm going to take off and I'm going to love on my wife and my kids. I'm going to pastor my church. I'm going to go on a few vacations. I'm going to run a lot of miles. I'm going to visit a lot of coffee shops with my friends. I'm going to journal. I'm going to hike. I'm going to cook. And in essence, I'm going to allow the world to inspire me. So I want to um, just kind of say a final thank you. Thank you to the entire Idemia team. You matter so much to me. Thank you for being part of my story. Thank you for adding tremendous value and for the great privilege that I have had to serve you in whatever capacity that our paths cross. Thank you. And to all of the supporters of the Chart to Heart podcast across the 144 cities and regions throughout the world, thank you again for your tremendous, amazing, magnificent support. This has been a stellar, superb first season. And I want to let you know that the best is yet to come. You guys have a great one. I'll see you in a few weeks when we come back with season two. Peace out and God bless.